Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths, episode 80. In this episode, you're going to hear from an amazing young lady, Catherine Cotton. You're going to hear how kind-hearted and caring she is, and also get a glimpse of how her strengths show up, especially in her incredible work as a watercolor artist. She captures meaningful moments in other people's lives, at their weddings, in their homes, or other significant places in their lives. Check her out at katherinecottonstudios.com or on Instagram. I especially love hearing how she is using her strengths in new ways as she ministers to others. Enjoy hearing from Catherine. Hi, welcome, Catherine. I'm so glad to have you here today on Embrace Your Strengths. Hi, Barbara. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, this is so fun. I love seeing your cheery face, and I'm excited for the things we're going to talk about. Well, I have just loved just seeing you and getting to know you a little bit over the, the years, mainly through your wonderful parents. I think that's how we've connected, but um, it's been just such a delight to see you at different conferences. And I have especially loved following you on Instagram and seeing all the things that you're doing. But I'd love for you to start and just introduce yourself, who you are, where you live, and what you do. Yes. Well, I'm excited to be here. Um, my name is Catherine Cotton, and I am an artist, and I live in Dallas, Texas. I started my own watercolor business about seven years ago. So I've been doing that ever since college. And yeah, I've been in Dallas for about four years and am currently uh, also doing a an institute uh, church program for the for the next 10 months. So I'm doing that with my business and it's been really great. Oh, that's really exciting. Well, I would love to hear if um, if you have a particular story that just really captures um, what your strengths are. I know it's been fun to, to kind of dive into those a little bit as we've talked about them, but I imagine that you have lots of different moments where you can see, oh, wow, I'm, I'm really good at this, even though we don't always really notice it in ourselves. But do you have a time that you think, wow, this is this is what I'm made for? I love Yeah, that's a great question. I think the first story that comes to mind is a few years ago, I was asked by Magnolia in Waco to come and be a vendor at their celebration. And I had never done a show like that. And I was just beginning my business. And I came up with some products and some different things to sell. And I, I used a lot of my love for creating environments and creating products and beautiful things to create a whole booth and a whole design for um, what my little store would look like during this show. And as I was there, I was able to just interact with so many different people and really like get to know people from all over the country and learn about them and learn about their lives. And then also be able to sell my artwork. And I think as I was just experiencing that, it made me realize like, oh, I'm really getting to do all the things I love 
which is like the relational side of things and getting to know people and, and hear people's stories and care about them individually. And then I also was able to use my just my adaptability and a ability to just kind of like go with the flow as I sold things and and then um, just really one of my strengths is individualization. So a lot of my artwork is very individualized to different people and their stories. And so I got to use that. And it was just a really sweet time of like, I just felt very joyful and alive getting to sell my artwork and then also just connect and uh, grow in relationships. So. Oh, that's so exciting. I know I I saw you as as I follow you on Instagram that you were doing that. I thought, oh, I wish I could have gone up there. And yes. I'm sure that was just such a highlight for you. It so. was. It was so fun. Well, um, let's start with just kind of talking about your top five Clifton strengths, what they are, and kind of a little bit more deeper dive of what, what that looks like for you. Yeah. Um, so my top five are empathy, responsibility, individualization, developer, and adaptability. Yeah. So what, as we've um, kind of talked, and I know you mentioned even just that experience there in Waco. I mean, what if, what do those look like? And when were you surprised when you learned about them? Or how have you seen those lived out in your life? Yeah. Well, I took this test like about three years ago. And I think when I first took it, um, a few of them made sense. And then a few of them I didn't really understand. And as I've continued to go through different seasons and have different experiences, I've realized how true they are and how like accurate they are to who I am. Um, I think um, I've definitely seen empathy, responsibility, and individualization play out a lot in my my whole life. And then especially after college and as I started my business. Um, but then I didn't really understand adaptability or developer till I got more into doing more ministry at my church and seeing how I really like to be present with people and also develop them to be who God calls them to be. And so I really, it is really cool to be able to watch um, just how your strengths can develop or show up in whole new ways, like as you walk through different things. So I've definitely seen that. That's great. Well, I would love to hear a little more about just your business. Like you mentioned, you have art business doing art. What, what does that look like and what motivated you to do that? that and what does it every day, every day look like for you? So I began my business right after college. I went to Baylor University and I studied fashion design and I thought I would do more of um, like fashion designing or do fashion styling. But after I graduated, I felt a little bit just kind of burnt out from that world and wanted wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I did I knew and like deep down I wanted to start my own business, but I didn't know what that would look like or even what I would sell. And one summer after I the summer after I graduated, my friend and I were in the car just talking about different things and her sister was about to get married and she told me that she was looking for a illustration of her sister's wedding dress and that 
she couldn't find anything. And so when I, when she said that, it kind of a light bulb went off in my mind because I love, I love fashion sketches. We learned a lot about that in college. And so I was like, well, I could do it for her. And I decided to paint that for her. And then we kind of started to brainstorm about what that could look like as a business. And so I began to paint other friends who were getting married and and paint them in their wedding dresses as gifts. And then I decided to start a website. And just over time, friends would continue to encourage me to keep going and to keep promoting it. And so I started a business. It was once at the beginning, it was called Marry Me in Spring, and it was focused on weddings. Um, And then over the last seven years, it's grown and evolved. And I just rebranded this year to Catherine Cotton Studio. My heart behind my business now is to capture just the moments of your life that will help you remember just all that God is doing in your life. And so I paint a lot of custom illustrations like homes and families and pets and weddings to help people be able to look back and remember those sweet moments and just be grateful for their story and what God's doing in their life. And so it's just been a really special um, business that I just never, ever thought that I would be able to do. And so, yeah, that's kind of the the main idea. <laughs> that's just so, I just love it. I was um, scrolling through just your Instagram again. I've I've watched most of them as you've posted them over the years, but it's just overwhelming, Catherine. What you do is just so beautiful and just so lovely. And I love um, even just kind of a overflow of the beauty that you create in your artwork, but just how you present it with your reels and the very fun music. And I don't know, do you, can, can you kind of paint a picture for us, even of a, of a time when you go to do, to paint someone's wedding. Like I know you kind of mm-hmm. capture that play by play in some of your reels, but like what does that process look like as you're getting ready to paint someone's wedding? Figure out yeah. what scene to do. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. So I will I usually paint the first dance at a wedding. And so I will go and set up about two or three hours ahead of the ser- or the reception and I set up my easel and my canvas and begin to capture the room and all of the different elements like the flowers and the tables and anything unique about that wedding. And and then as the people come in and the first dance starts, I will get my iPad and I record the first dance. And that is so that I can kind of fast forward and find the most beautiful spot of their Mm. first dance where the dress is highlighted and just a really pretty like twirl or a moment where they're where her dress is you can highlight or see the back of her dress or a pretty part of the about the dress and so I will pause that in the video and then I'll paint the rest of the scene from that and it's a really fun experience it's definitely nerve-wracking too because just the unknowns of how it's all gonna turn out but I think it's been a really fun experience because I've gotten to meet so many different people and people will come by throughout the whole night and watch me paint and Mm-hmm. And they can see the whole process from start to finish. And so I get to interact with a lot of the guests. And then by the end of the night, the bride and groom have 
a painting of their wedding night or their wedding ceremony and reception and just captured the whole feel of the of the day. And so it's been a, a really fun experience. That's so lovely and just so wonderful. Has there been any particular response from any of your bride or groom that was just really touching? I'm sure they all are. Yes. I mean, everyone is, they're always so encouraging. I think I just painted one where I actually, they wanted me to include their grandfather, the the groom's grandfather, and he had just passed away. And so they had sent me a picture of the grandfather. And so I kind of just added him into the background, sitting at a Aww. table with some of the family. And he just came by and went on and on and on about how it looked just like him and and how I had captured a lot of their favorite people in in the wedding painting and and they were just really encouraged and I could tell it was very touching and so that was encouraging of like oh I'm really capturing the things that are most important to them so got me in tears it's very touching <laughs> yeah, this is really really special well you know as we know just someone's wedding day is just so memorable and having the people there that you care about is part of it too. And just Mm -hmm. what a gift to be able to, to have that included for them. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's really, really special. Well, um, I know as again, as we talked, as you were looking at your strengths and thinking about the, the ways that they show up in your work, but even as you're focusing on this um, Institute in developing in ministry skills and other things. What are some ideas or things you think, oh, I really want to do be doing more of something in the future? Yeah. Um, I know as I've done this ministry program, I've realized how with my strengths, how relational they are. Like um, all, basically like four out of five of them are relational. And so I've really just felt like God's been teaching me how He's gifted me to listen and encourage others. And so one thing I really want to grow in is just how to counsel and care for um, women. And so I've been really wanting to grow in developing, like the developer part of me, I really want to grow in like how to listen, encourage, and also challenge um, women to be more of who God's calling them to be. Um, so I that's kind of one thing that I've been really trying to um, think through like how to grow in, and it may just be a lot of practice. Uh, but I know there's lots of resources out there about counseling and good question asking and different ways to just go deeper with people and really learn learn what they're believing, how to point them to truth, things like that. So that's one thing I really want to grow in. Well, I know um, even just the title of this podcast, "Embrace Your Strengths." Um, what is what is that? evoke in you, is that something easy or hard? Or I know we're all kind of on a journey of like really embracing who God made us, or we can all tend to maybe look at someone else and think, oh, I wish I had that talent or gift. But what is what does that mean for you, embracing your mm-hmm. strengths? Yeah, I think like I had said before, I don't think I understood my strengths for a while. And it honestly hasn't been until this year that I think I'm starting to embrace my strengths. At the church I work at, they say, you should know yourself, like yourself, and be yourself. And so I've been really trying to think 
that about that and and recognize that God has made me and in each of us so unique for certain purposes. And so I I think it's I've really started to embrace my strengths because I'm seeing how God is using them and how 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 when I do get to use them, how I feel so like alive and excited and yeah, just I think everyone probably feels like that when they're using their strengths. It's like this is what I was meant to do. And so when I begin to compare or wish I was more outgoing or loud or quicker to make decisions or quicker to know the answer to things, I have had to um just remind myself that I have thing I have giftings that other people don't have and something I've really I've really just realized like I think my favorite things to do are to listen to people and encourage them. And there's a lot of people that aren't, those aren't their strengths. And so <laughs> just remembering like, that's a very, that's an important thing that I can grow in and get better at and, um, and be like thankful that that's what God gave me. So it's, it's a slow process to embrace my strengths, but I think I'm slowly getting there. So, yeah, that's good. Are there any particular books or anything that have been on your bookshelf that relate to your strengths that you've been thinking, oh, that might help me in developing this particular strength? That's a good question. There is a book by, I think her name is, I think it's June Hunt, but it's all about counseling. I can't think of the title right now. It's just a really awesome resource. It's basically um, all these different types of struggles that we go through and how to counsel biblically through each topic. So it could be grief or anxiety or fear. And she will list out like different questions you can ask and different scriptures you can point to. So I've really liked that and wanting to like learn more about um, just how to help people through different situations. And then uh, just one of my favorite books in the last few years is called Gentle and Lowly. And I think that Mm -hmm. book has really just um, highlighted how like Jesus was gentle, is gentle and lowly. And I think gentle is what I want to be and, um, and lowly humble. And so I think that book reminds me of who Jesus is so that I can counsel and care for people in the same or try to in the same way. Mm, That's great. Those are those sound like really great books. I know I've started Gentle and Lowly and have loved the parts I've read. It's it is so so refreshing and challenging. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. As we talked, um, one of the little exercises is um, having a reveal your best self statement. Like, what does it look like when you're at your best with all of your top five strengths? And what would what was your statement as you kind of pulled all those together? Yes. So my statement was, you can count on me to be present, help others feel seen and heard, and encourage them to be who God called them to be. Mm, I love that. Had do you had you kind of put all that together for yourself before? Or I'm sure, like you said, you've been growing and understanding yourself. But what do you think this having this statement is going to help you forge ahead? Yeah, I think it was actually a really big eye-opening statement for sure. I don't think I'd ever put it into a sentence. Um, and I think it really captures my purpose, which is cool. And um, like the beginning part, I said you can count on me because of my responsibility. Like I'm I'm 
very responsible in that area or just with follow through and doing what I say I will do. But then the other half is just how I feel like God's gifted me to be present and able to like meet with people one-on-one and individually. And so I think it's just really reminded me of like what to focus on. So whether it's whatever I do in the future with my work or with friends and family, um, that if all I do is sit and listen and be present with people and encourage them, that that is really valuable. So it's been, that statement is really helpful to me to keep me on track. Yeah, that's great. Well, I know, like you said, there's not, not everyone has strengths in those, in those categories. And we all do want someone to listen to us and care for us and help lead us to a better place with whatever is mm-hmm. going on. So yeah, that's, that's encouraging just to, to think, I know I've written out my um, best self statement. And I think like for any of us, it'd be great to like print it out and laminate it or something, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, even yes. though we do these things, sometimes we, we can kind of forget it, but I think to keep it in the forefront. And even as you think at the end of the day, like, wow, how did I get to do that today? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so true. Yeah. That'd be a cool thing to ask yourself. Like, how did I use that? Catherine, I love just knowing and experiencing just the breath of fresh air that you are to people. And I would love if you have any other um, any other thoughts or advice you'd give someone that might have any of your strengths or maybe live or work with someone that has any of your strengths as you've been thinking about how they work in your life. Yeah, I think um, I think sometimes... I know for myself, I can, like, my empathy is my top strength, and it can sometimes feel like, oh, um, that doesn't seem important, or or maybe I think anybody can look at their strengths and sometimes think, is that, you know, a good strength? Is that the best strength or compare? And I think especially with empathy or adaptability or really all of them, but I know for me, if any of you have empathy, I think that is one of the most valuable strengths that I didn't see that for a while, but now I do. There's just a special superpower of being able to feel what other people are feeling and make them feel um, known and understood and and safe to to be honest and share what's going on in their lives. And so I think that could be something that whether it's your top strength or just in your top five to really um, learn more about. And I know that that's something I'm trying to grow in and appreciate is the fact that I can feel other people's feelings and a lot of other people, a lot of people cannot do that. And so um, just learning like how, okay, how do I, how do I take the knowledge of understanding what they feel and then, and then use that to really encourage and um, point them to a solution. So I, I think that's, my biggest takeaway is just a lot of these, a lot of my strengths I'm learning about and realizing like um, just how unique all of them are and and even the combination of how unique that is. And so just, I think just really reminding people that they have a unique combination for a reason and that whatever your strengths are, they are just really unique to you and and want to be, and God wants to use them for really special purposes. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think it's 
it's so easy when we're in our own skin to just take take for granted whatever our strengths are. And so I appreciate just that word. And yeah, it's like, it's neat when we can kind of look back and see how how we can use those or connect with someone. I know recently I was on a plane with someone and she was in tears and I got to sit with her and hear about what was going on with her. And Mm -hmm. afterwards I got up and I told my husband, I was like, I was just using all my strengths, but it's like my empathy, like you're saying, it's like everyone doesn't do that and Mm -hmm. have the radar to, to listen to someone's pain. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's, that's a good word. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Well, I have a serious one answer to it and then a fun answer. But um, I think kind of like what you just said, as I've um, been in this new um, ministry program, I've been able to really, a lot of the girls in the class with me are younger and it's been really sweet to be able to pour into them or empathize with them because some of them are newly married and I did get to have a really sweet conversation with one of the girls that just got married. And even though I'm not in that season, I was able to empathize with like how much change she was going through and adjusting. And and I just felt so like joyful after that conversation and being able to, I just could see her stress levels like lower as we talked and Aww. reminding her that it's okay. And it's, you know, going to be, it's going to get better. And um, taking it day at a time. So that's just, that was just uh, happened recently. So that put a smile on my face. And then I think the other thing is that it's getting colder outside and the weather's changing. Mm-hmm. And I just went to Trader Joe's and got a pumpkin vanilla candle. And that's like my favorite. So oh. I've been lighting that and it's been putting a smile on my face. Oh, that's great. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for taking time out of, I know your busy schedule with all that you're juggling right now, but it's just been so fun to um, have this time to chat with you and learn more about you and your strengths. So thank you so much. Thank you, Barbara. So fun to be here. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. C-U-L-W-E-L-L dot com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.